Welcome back to this week's episode of Breaking Apostolic Taboo. This is the week where we do our Bible study. So we hope you enjoy this week's episode of A Kingdom of Misfits, written by Bailey Romans, which you can buy off of Amazon.com. Look up A Kingdom of Misfits, giving you every reason why God can and will use you by Bailey Romans, or click the link in our link tree below. Can't wait for this episode. Welcome back to this week's episode here, Breaking Apostolic Taboo, where we're doing A Kingdom of Misfits, written by Bailey Romans, that's me. Uh, We are on Lesson 7, A Misfit in Denial, so if you have your books, go ahead and grab your books, or just give it a listen today. So, A Misfit in Denial, Peter. If we know anyone from the Bible, I'm sure we know of Peter, especially in the Apostolic Church. Peter preaches the salvation message on the day of Pentecost and is held as a pillar of the church. He was one of the first disciples of Jesus and is the most mentioned disciple in scripture. Peter did not write any of the main gospels, but he plays a huge role in them all. Matthew 16, 17 through 19. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revel earth revealed it unto thee but my father which is in heaven and i say also unto thee that thou art peter and upon this rock i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it and i will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and i will give unto thee or uh, oh and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven so who is peter according to the bible he was an imp- impetuous man, spoke what was on his heart, and acted on impulse. Peter is known for being the first one to state what is clearly obvious and says what he is thinking. Because he was an extremely decisive man, the church turned to him as a leader. Peter had a very bold had very bold reactions and because of them he often got into trouble but his boldness allowed him to be an active member in miracles. Peter, James and John saw up close and personal a lot of the miracles Jesus performed. They were very close with Jesus and more close than any of the other disciples. They saw the dead girl raised to life in Mark 5:35 through 43, Jesus transfigured in Matthew 17:1 through 3. And were the f- with him in the garden of Gashima. I always said that wrong. In Matthew 26, 36 through 46. To say Peter was close to Christ is an understatement. One of the most well-known stories of Peter is when he walks on the water. The disciples had just come from Jesus feeding the 5,000. And Jesus tells them to go into their boats and head to the other side of the shore. And in Matthew 14, 23 through 25. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves. For the wind was contrary, and the fourth watch of the night Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. Jesus was on the mountain praying. He looked and saw that the ships were now out of the sea, being out on the sea, being tossed by the waves. He decided that the best course of action is for him to walk on the water to get to the boats. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they thought it was a spirit, 
and were afraid. Were they really that tired? They couldn't recognize that this is Jesus. Didn't they leave him behind? And in Matthew 14, 28 through 33, it says, And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? And when that they were come into the ship, the wind ceased. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, O of truth, thou art the Son of God. Aren't these the same people that just saw Jesus feed the 5,000? The disciples knew Jesus, and yet, when they see him walking on the water in the middle of the storm, they aren't sure if it is him. Peter is pretty sure this is Christ, and is the only person who apparently has enough faith to call out and ask if this is Jesus. But Peter has to walk on the water before he can believe that this is Jesus. We can be like that. We can see Jesus' work firsthand many times, but when we are in a storm, we doubt that he really is coming to save us. Then Peter gets out onto the water and starts walking by faith. Yay! We applaud him for having enough faith in Jesus that he takes the first step. But then he lets the storm distract him. The crashing waves, the winds, everything else was catching his eye but the man that could help him. Peter paid too much attention to what could kill him than the person that could save him. B.J. Mathis Like Peter, we tend to let circumstances of life distort the view of the saving God in front of us. Has there ever been a time in your life that you can identify where you let everything around you determine what you thought about God? And how did that affect your faith? Right before Jesus was arrested, he predicted that Peter would deny knowing him three times in Matthew 26, 33-35. After Jesus was arrested, Peter followed at a distance. He was trying to observe without being seen. Peter was a disciple, one of the closest to Jesus. I'm not sure what made him think he was going to just blend into a crowd. And in Luke 22, 55-62 it says, And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were sat, er, set down together, Peter sat down among them. But a certain maid beheld him as he sat by the fire and earnestly looked upon him and said, This man was also with him. And he denied him, saying, Woman, I know him not. And after a little while, another saw him and said, Thou art also of them. And Peter said, Man, I am not. And about the space of one hour after another, confidently affirmed, saying, Of a truth, this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. And Peter said, Man, I know not what thou sayest. I know not what thou sayest. And immediately, while he yet spake, cock crew and the Lord turned and looked upon upon Peter and Peter remembered the word of the Lord how he had said unto him before the cock crow thou shalt deny me thrice and Peter went out and wept bitterly we do this often we devoutly follow devoutly follow Jesus for years but when it isn't popular to be a follower of Christ we decide that we don't know him we will deny him the many works we have seen him do and his power to do a work through us. 
Or when God begins to really work in our lives, we decide it's inconvenient to follow him. Peter denied knowing Jesus. He was headed to the cross to die for Peter. But how does Jesus respond to Peter's denial? And this is John 21, 15 through 19. Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these? He said unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith to him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus said unto him, Feed my sheep. Jesus looks at Peter and asks him three times if he loved him. Once Peter affirms his love for Jesus, he tells him to feed his sheep. Then at the end calls Peter to follow him. Jesus says this man who has denied him three times is the man that he wants to bring the salvation message. In Acts 2:38 and through 41 it says, Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and your children and to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day they were added unto them about three thousand souls. Peter shows us that no matter how many times we deny him and no matter how faithless we can be, he still desires to use us. Peter acted impulsively, was angry, and let his faith waver often. This is the man that preaches the message on the day of Pentecost and takes the gospel to the whole world. If Peter, who denied being a follower of Jesus, is used in such an amazing way, what excludes you from being used? And at the end of every lesson, we always ask the same two questions. How do you relate with Peter? And how does Peter help you realize that you can still be used? I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode, and we will see you next time here on Breaking Apostolic Taboo. I am Bailey Romans, and let's start talking.